some people just aren't close with their father and that's okay. And so they, you know, sometimes their mother walks down the aisle. But then also in the flip side of that, if your family like are very close with each other, the mum gets left out. I feel like my mum's uh, currently talking about this a little bit because my sister's getting married and my mum's like, oh, like, you know, I just have to like sit there and wait for it all to happen. Like, <laughs> not that it's all about me, but like yeah. more the fact of like, she just feels left out in that moment of like, that is quite special. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free, and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt. Matt, it's good to see you again, mate. How are you? G'day, mate. How are you? Another week. We're back. We are ready to chat. Some goodness for all of you guys listening out there. And far out. It's been such a hectic time lately, hasn't it, mate? <laughs> I've, uh, I've, been under, I've been under the pump a little bit lately with uh, some, well, you know, yeah, baby there's, movements, there's a couple et of things, <laughs> Yeah, there's a few things happening in your life. I think kind of it's, it kind of really... Um, puts a very like narrow focus on that one thing in particular. Do you wanna do you wanna let everyone know what's going on? I think most already do, but some exciting times. <laughs> we've been, we've been mentioning over the last few weeks, and you know we all know. Uh, well, hopefully, if you've been listening to past episodes, my wife is uh, yeah very pregnant at the moment, um, which is good. It's exciting times, and uh, you know we had a bit of a scare over the well, not a scare, scares more the wrong word, but a bit of a like wake up call maybe over the weekend of maybe bubs coming earlier than we thought. So that would have been a a fun time if, yeah. uh, if it did. You but, can't blame um, for these things, man. I'm telling you, you cannot. Nah, <laughs> and like I feel like um, everyone keeps asking us like the reason why I say bub and it, it sounds very bad, but we actually know what we're having so it's a surprise uh so that's cool uh we're excited for that good on you man good on you you guys uh i think you have a little bit more patience than myself and more so my wife she was like no nah, we need to know like asap so harmony tested what was it like i don't know 10 weeks i think and then yeah we knew straight away did the whole gender reveal party um so that was cool but you would yeah yeah, like it's good. No, it's, yeah. it's good we, knowing, but it's also good to wait as well. Like I think there's probably a mix. There's a mixed crowd there. Um, but yeah, there's no way my wife would like want to wait to find out. No way in the world. She's way too impatient for that. I think to be honest, the further it's been going along, the more I'm like, we should have found out. Like the amount of money. Even today, we went out and like bought some like coming home clothes, and we're like, Jess has just gone ham. Hey, like it's crazy. Well, how how have you done the room? Like, have you just got like all neutral colors? Yeah, pretty much. Like we're kind of basic bitches so to speak so we uh we're pretty much like white people when it comes to like our colors on walls and stuff and then we've just like added a few neutral colors in and stuff and you know it is what it is yeah maybe we'll throw some color on the wall down the track we've got some ideas of what we want to do but at the moment just keeping it simple yeah uh, which yeah. is good yeah but, nice. yeah throwing ourselves in the deep end here a little bit and like we you know what a, like all the world of parenting and all that goodness and uh you know we probably had some other plans i think for this week's podcast but then the weekend threw a spanner in the works so but we're here we're back Back, we're recording uh, and maybe by the time this episode's live i'll be a dad <laughs> maybe maybe we, we've got a quick turnaround but yeah it's probably i don't know because she's due in what like two weeks like naturally no it's a month so a month. Four, okay almost four almost four weeks but it sounds like a bum i'll be hearing too <laughs> yeah yeah so, amazing yeah uh, anyway, well it's cool uh, another another fan of the podcast hey <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, someone's got to listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> what's uh what's happened on your end at the moment? Man, it's what's happened on your end? Tell me things. We're talking over each other. Yeah, We're too excited. It's been, it's been pretty busy. It's been pretty busy as always. Um trying to work on 
obviously a lot of fulfillment, a lot of a lot of editing, uh, but also a lot of like behind the scenes, just in terms of you know like working on like client value. I'm trying to add in some like automation tasks as well. I've got a VA, which I've mentioned before. Um, so really like creating some like standard um, processes for her to really kind of like get up to speed on quite a few things. And like, it's really like helping out and saving me like so much more time, like on the back end with things like blogs and like creating graphics and, and things like that. So it's pretty surreal. The fact that like I can produce a lot more content and put out a lot more content and a lot more value as well. Um, and that's, that's really exciting to see. It is, isn't it? There's like, I feel like that's something that uh, a lot of us vendors miss, you know, I have a stickler for it at the moment. I'm not putting out as much content as I probably should. Like I'm just on the basics, which the basics for me is pretty much posted on Instagram. Yeah. I reckon like last year, you know, as everyone knows, I shot a heck of a lot of weddings and I reckon I probably blogged 10 of them if I'm lucky, maybe five, like it's, which is crazy. Yeah. But like, obviously last year was a monster year. But when, when you get to the, like, when you get to that stage, like the type of volume of weddings, like that we do do, like we, we, we do like hit a capacity and it's, you know, all those other things go out the window and the focus is on like fulfillment, doing like good work, creating like good photos, creating good videos. That's it. It's all about the client experience. Yeah, for sure. You know, like it's all about them. I feel from a social media perspective, like you photographers just have it so much easier, like so much easier. Yeah. I feel like I'm at a, I feel like I'm probably like, I, I'm pretty lazy with socials. I really struggle with the old captions and stuff. So usually I feel like this is a bit of a hint for everybody, but if you know that I'm struggling with a caption for the day or I just don't have time, I usually just write the couple's name with a couple of stars next to it and pop it out. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all you need. That's all right. Yeah, that's it. Just let the photos do the talking. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's enough about all right, well, my laziness. What are we what are we talking about today? Today today is a pretty interesting one. And it's one that we really wanted to go through, especially because we are in the middle of engagement season. And I've had a couple of calls this week and the last couple of weeks from you know, couples that are just like they're not sure on things to do. Like the wedding planning process is quite overwhelming. Like, yes, it's exciting, but it is a very overwhelming experience. And they have ideas that they want to do these things, but how does it work with this thing? And then bring in a whole team of vendors together. So tell the people, what are we talking about? Don't let them wait any longer. We're talking about wedding traditions you don't really need to follow. And like, I feel like this is such a big topic and there's a lot out there. Um, we kind of were brainstorming about it. We've picked a few uh, that we're going to like throw out into the world for you guys just to think about because I don't know about you, but like the first one that comes to mind of like a classic tradition that realistically makes no sense in terms of why we do it is cake cutting. Like, is that something we really need to do? Is that a tradition we need to follow or that you must yeah. do? I don't know. What's your thoughts? Let, What's your let's thoughts? go back, right? Like, like what is like a wedding tradition, right? Like t typically like these are quite old traditions that have like come through for essentially like the middle ages, like different cultures have different traditions and it's obviously come through for generations. And I, I think we're kind of really like entering like a time and a generation where your wedding day should be a reflection of your own story, your own experience, like make your own traditions like this. Look, we're, we're going to discuss a few today, but there are so many traditions that are like, we just do it because it's like we, we've kind of always done that and no one's really ever questioned it. Like I know we did like quite a few traditional things for our wedding. We didn't question it. We just did it because that's like what you do. 
Um, but like our wedding was seven years ago, like coming up eight years, like this year, like it's, <laughs> it's pretty crazy, right? hundred percent. I was, uh, while you were talking, then I was Googling a few things. Cause I just thought the, the thought came into you my could, head. You could have got away with that. Like, like no one's going to see. <laughs> no, no, no. Cause I want to like, cause I want to, I'm referencing Google here. So, okay. uh, you know, like, uh, you know, like, so Google, give us a shout out, please. <laughs> but, but I was just like, why do traditions need to happen? Like at a wedding? And it's interesting because it says traditions provide us with a sense of comfort and coziness. <laughs> That's the first thing that came up, which is classic. Um, bringing families and friends together, you know, during this wedding period. So I feel like, you know, it probably makes sense when I talk back about that cake cutting. It's just encouraging people to come together in that period of time, right? I guess. But then whilst I also Googled that, I also Googled one more thing and I read, <laughs> why do you, why do you cut a cake at a wedding? And it was like, traditionally, it was only the bride who cut the wedding cake to symbolize her breaking through to womanhood. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've never, heard, I've never heard of that before. And then it's like today cutting the cake represents the first activity that the couple do together, which is why the groom gets to do the honors as well. Yeah. Like, I reckon anyway. if you go for like individual traditions, you would really, you would find some like super, super interesting moments and reasons why we do that like yeah traditions they're cultural like they are religious like they they have a religious like um heritage um but serve a couple of processes right like a couple of purposes like the main thing is celebrate and symbolize a union of two individuals that's beginning a new life together that's why they're getting married you know and you know in some cultures that's why we're having a good old party yep yeah. <laughs> like it's about giving away a bride like to bring families together um, I'm going to, I'm going to do the same. And, uh, I've put down into Google, like, why do we have wedding traditions? And what's some answers here to pass down cultural and religious values from generation to generation, uh, to bring families and communities together and involve them in the celebration of the wedding. Yeah. Cool. Mm. So traditions I feel, often I feel have... like actually now I think about that too, just going back to what you were just saying about like cultural stuff as well. Like we always get excited. I know you do too. Whenever we get to do a wedding, that's not typically something we do every day of the week here in Australia. Right. Yeah. So if there's like, you know, something little, even if it's something as simple as like a hand tying fasting ceremony, which is like a bit Scottish or yeah. Irish or a tea ceremony. That way. I'm going to get, because I, yeah, I know I'm, I'm, I'm going to be fed really well afterwards. <laughs> Yeah. Or even like for me that I recently did like that, like I did a uh, Hindu ceremony and then I did a Sri Lankan ceremony. Oh, that's amazing. Different. I was very excited for both of them. Um, wow. So many things to talk about and that's part of the world of what how different a Hindu ceremony is to a normal one. But it's just interesting how we as like people who shoot weddings and go to weddings a lot, how we are like kind of like, oh, why do we need to follow these traditions? But when there's a traditional aspect to the wedding that is like cultural and not what we would normally do, we get really excited by it. Yeah. Just, you know, random thought process that just came into my head. Yeah. Like, I think if it has meaning to you, like, and it's aligned with your values, um, then we, we get excited over that because we, we want you to have a personalized wedding that's like so like personal to you, like not just doing things for the sake of doing things. And I, th I think with some of those cultures, like it's so ingrained, like within their culture and they enjoy that so much and that's what they want and that's what makes it exciting. For us, like going back to an example of cake cut, like we just cut the cake because we cut the cake. Like I'm, I'm lactose intolerant. I, I didn't eat the cake. I'm like, why do we do that for? I do. <laughs> 
You, yeah, you ate lots. I want cake. Yeah, you you ate lots of cake. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a cake Mate, man. I see uh. I see you at almost every wedding, like just cruising by that cake table, and like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, multiple times. I I think my record's about like six pieces of cake that oh, I just like Ryan. snuck off the table. But anyway, dad bod <laughs> coming right at you. Yeah, I'm in training. All right, leave me alone. <laughs> but yeah, look, I I definitely think that like there's definitely traditions that I think uh, are good to do, and you know we have these conversations all the time and i think from day one of this podcast we've always encouraged people to make sure that they're doing things the way that they want to do it and if you're doing things the way you actually want to do it you're going to be excited by what is happening so if because we use cake a lot if you are not excited by cutting a cake don't cut the bloody cake right like don't have a cake you know whatever that is like that's okay i know all those cake makers out there listening they're probably going to be upset and be like what are you guys doing but realistically like at the end of the day it's about you and your partner and if you guys are not excited by what is happening change that i've been to a couple of weddings where yeah they want to cut the cake but the cake's not that important right so you know those big like audi cakes so i've seen like a couple of them like stacked up on top of each other which is pretty cool <laughs> or the classic crispy cream donut oh yeah there we go love that speaking my language so yeah if you're a massive donut yeah. fan which i think a few of us are but yeah like let's like your wedding day should be a perfect reflection of you and your partner like it should be about you know your personalities like it should be a reflection of your love story and that's what we want for you. So here's just a couple little things that we think, you know, like may get you to think about, do I really want to include this tradition on my wedding? You know, and if you do, cool. But if you don't, and we've kind of like just help you think about, you know, a moment or something where, you know what, like these guys are actually onto something. Maybe we'll look at doing something else. Like we're not saying don't do it, but perhaps you could replace that activity with something that's more aligned to what you want. 100%. Let's talk about like, uh, let's just go from the start of the day. Let's just start thinking about like, you know, kind of work our way through the day as we would see it typically. And then think about some stuff that we would normally see that we would say is traditional. So like, for example, because it's easy, the first part of the day, the getting ready moments. Yep. Traditionally, it's about getting ready apart. Yeah. We're getting ready apart from each other. You're not staying with each other the night before, maybe even, you know, and then you're only seeing each other once you get to the aisle. So they're getting ready apart. Are you a, do you, do you like, I don't know if it's a do you, but do you get do you get what I'm saying? Like, is it a, do you reckon it's a big thing? A big thing about like not seeing each other the night before and then not getting ready together. Yeah. Like it's when I, like with every, every couple that books me, um, like we'll have like a, a meeting to kind of like go through like really early on, like to just go through a little bit about their day, who they are. Um, and there's a few reasons for this, but mainly I just want to get to know them like I, I just want to see the type of people they are and just get an idea of what like does your wedding look like like what do you want your wedding to wedding to, what do you want your perfect wedding to look like and if there was no constraints to time or activities or anything like what would you do um and it's kind of these things that really give me an insight into you know do they feel like they want to get ready apart or do they just don't really care and they find more value in actually like waking up together like on their wedding day and getting in ready together so I love it if it's aligned with them 100% and I'm the same I feel like it's not often that I would shoot a couple getting ready together okay. I've done it a little bit in the past especially probably like in the last maybe three months just yeah. because of like it's, some it's definitely more stuff common. we've been doing yeah for yeah. sure. And we had one, what, even, like two weeks ago. Yeah. And even so, like even thinking about that, like, and you can still do a traditional aspect to that, but it just may be a little bit different. So the traditional aspect maybe is if you're getting ready together, awesome, do that. 
and then hide your dress maybe still if you're the bride and then let your groom get ready maybe you can help him get ready that's kind of cool i do like that i've done that a few times yeah. recently where the bride is helping the groom get ready he gets fully ready gets put back in his harry potter closet wherever he's hiding something like that <laughs> she gets ready and then we may do something like a first look which is very you know like i feel like lately the first look's becoming more of a thing yeah and a lot sure. more like less or maybe maybe it's becoming traditional i don't know but i feel like that traditional aspect of seeing your bride as she walks down the aisle or he walks down the aisle is very different. Yeah. Like, and like, think about it, right? You're getting ready at the same place. Like you save a bit of hassle in having two different places, booking two different places, having two different schedules, simplifies the process like much, much easier. And if that's like what you want to do, like sweet, like I'm down for it. And it's, it's, it is a very special moment. We still try and, you know, like we, we really try and create that like intimacy, like of the morning. And even though like the groom may see the bride like getting ready with hair and makeup, like, yeah, like we want them to kind of get ready separately. And like, typically we will partner getting ready together with something like a, a first look when they're in their clothes together. I'm a big fan. I love a first look. It always gives you some good moments and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, Do it if you feel the need to. Well, that's, that's <laughs> another, that's another one, right? Like another tradition, the groom cannot see the bride before the ceremony. So like not just a part during the day, but also the Groom can at all see, before the yeah, ceremony. at all before the ceremony. Yeah. So this is where first look really like comes into play and is quite non-traditional. I remember when like, I first started, when like first looks kind of started coming because like typically like everything happens in the US first, right? Like it's pretty big in the US. Like, and then I started seeing it like a couple of times a year. Now it's like, it's fairly common. Yeah. I reckon I'd probably, I don't know, couldn't put a number on it, but you know, I definitely would do a handful of them each year. I feel like it definitely, a lot of people are doing it as well, just because of like the anxiety and the like the waiting around kind of thing. And everyone's like, oh, now I've seen you. I feel so much better. Yeah. It's like, not that you're worried about the person not showing up, but it's more just the fact of like that waiting game of like not seeing you throughout the day and then waiting all the way to the ceremony yeah. to then like, you know, I do think that that first look is quite special because you get to have a moment with each other. You get to hang out with each other. It's another opportunity for photos. It's very natural. From a, like a photo and video perspective, like it is like, it's, it's quite amazing. It, it, it is quite a really special and intimate moment. Some dudes like actually rumble when they see like their bride like coming down the aisle and like that's a that's a special moment as well i suppose it's like it's really just about giving like you as a couple you know like the options out there that like you've got a few options here but it, it's about uh, deciding what you are more aligned with and what is more valuable like to you like what moment do you think will be more special to you having a first law or coming down the aisle and seeing each other for the first time in front of everyone yeah 100% I was thinking about it then as well like about you know the whole walking down the aisle thing like obviously traditionally speaking we're always talking about like typically the fathers walking the bride down the aisle well, yeah, right that's, a, that's, an, that's another that's another one off the list boom that's probably a big one and I feel like lately there's definitely or you know like some people just aren't close with their father and that's okay and so they you know sometimes their mother walks down the aisle but then also in the flip side of that, if your family like are very close with each other, the mum gets left out. I feel like my mum's uh, currently talking about this a little bit because my sister's getting married and my mum's like, oh, like, you know, I just have to like sit there and wait for it all to happen. Like, <laughs> not that it's all about me, but like yeah. more the fact of like, she just feels left out in that moment of like, that is quite special. And, you know, I think it's a beautiful moment. Don't get me wrong, but um, it's just interesting, isn't it? When you like, well, when like, we think about it and 100%. why is it something that happens? 100%. Like, and like, take it back, right? Like this is, this is from the olden days when like a father would actually give her daughter, give his daughter away, like any return, like would receive, you know, the joining of two families, but 
but would receive, you know, land or something like in in return, like that is valuable to himself and the family. So like the giving away of a daughter, it's pretty, like it's it's pretty horrendous, like in the fact that it's it's a pretty barbaric tradition. So like I'm all for it, like money making. Mums, <laughs> you're all for the barbaric <laughs> tradition, or <laughs> oh, mate, I've got I've got two daughters, and like give it, yeah, I don't know, just the terms of like giving away, like it's yeah, like it's it's just strange, right? Like you're not giving away yeah, your daughter, 100%. like it, it is a joining of two families, but like you're giving your blessing, right? And I think it's although like... the amount of times <laughs> that we've heard like like fathers be like, oh, you're stuck with it now, yeah, no, no refunds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's you know, I should really that bad. I should sure. really make. Oh, I don't. Yeah, see, if I had more time, but I should really make like just like these reels of just like dad speeches, like oh, no, uh, <laughs> no guarantees, no refunds, all yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the classic. I I love a good yeah. father speech because it's always like goes rogue. <laughs> yeah, get your mums involved. Why not mum as well? You know, mums are Why mums have done a lot. Involve them in the wedding if you think that you you've got two arms for a reason. Yeah, Lay one on each arm and walk us walk yeah. down the aisle together. Although um, I like it. Yeah, if it's a church wedding, that'll be pretty difficult. Like the aisles are pretty pretty small. Oh man, I shot this wedding the other week at this chapel in Manly, and I felt like it was in Hogwarts. To be honest, the aisle was that big that I reckon I could like lay down four times because it was so wide. Like same merits head to toe no it was like uh i don't know i can't i can't remember i can't, don't know how to say it but at the like international business college yeah. area um in manly like the like massive historic building up on the yep. cliff up okay. on the hill yeah yep. that was sick um yeah st mary's is not in manly well there probably is a st mary's in manly but not the one you're thinking um but yeah it was hectic definitely enough room i reckon the whole entire wedding probably could have almost walked together in a line down the aisle yeah that's crazy all right all right well all right what about what the else, next what one right? on I I love it. I know you do too. You do as well. And it's bridesmaids like wearing the same color, right? Like this is a tradition that's really been around. Like every other tradition, like every other, I suppose, like Western wedding tradition, been around for a while. Like the bridesmaids uh, and the grooms, so like typically like wear the same color. What about bridesmaids wearing different colors? You know, or variations of or different, different colors, dresses, or different or, dresses. Yeah. yeah, like they're just not matching, right? Like. They don't feel like clones wearing the same dress, hair, makeup. When you think about it, it's all quite strange, isn't it? <laughs> like, realistically, <laughs> like, it is a bit weird. Yeah. Um, and when, like, I feel like we did one a few weeks ago, which was very untraditional because I had 1.2,750,000 trillion bridesmaids and groomsmen. Um, <laughs> and they, like, there was a lot. Anyway. Um, and that was, that they, was tough, but hey. They, it was hard work. Um, it was so hot that day did... as well. Oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was a fun day. But the boys did all wear something similar. Like they all wore a black suit. Uh, sucks because it was very hot. Um, but the girls then on the flip side just wore something blue and the bridesmaid called them like the ladies in blue or something. Uh, sorry, the bride called them the ladies in blue as the bridesmaids. And so that was pretty cool because they all could wear whatever they wanted to wear. The only like stipulation was it had to be blue. Like, yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, that was something we'd done recently. I remember like probably one of our favorite weddings um, we've had her on, Meg. She had uh, bridesmaids from all over Australia and the world and wherever else as well. Um, and so she kind of was like, just come in a floral party dress and uh, let's have a good time. How, like, and that was just, pretty sick. Yeah. That, well, that wedding has gone, like, that's probably one of our like most popular weddings. Like that wedding went absolutely viral um, and for good reason. But like those dresses were absolutely sick. Like it just, it flowed so well. Like, and even though they were like different dresses, they still, they still kind of like had the same vibe to them as well. And then like put them all together and like with 
like the epic backdrop. It just worked. Yeah, with their flowers, yeah. it worked so so well. Um, it was yeah, I'm I'm a fan. But how about I like, going back to that wedding that we had um, the other week, right? Um, with all the girls kind of in blue. How about like the celebrant rocked up in a blue suit? <laughs> The oh. same colour. <laughs> uh, good well, old Adam. Let's let's, have a, let's shout him out, Mister Mister Adam Sini. Oh, love your Married work, mate. Adam love himself. Work. <laughs> what a guy. He, uh, I didn't even. I didn't think he planned it. I've, I would no, say no, typically most celebrants. Most celebrants normally ask, you know, oh, like, what would you like us to wear? You know, I don't know. Maybe he missed the boat, or maybe she just didn't say anything at all about it. Like, I don't know. Um, but it was like, too funny because it was ooh, like it was such a yeah. similar shade of blue, and it's like, oh well. I can't stand on like that side, like with the girls. <laughs> it was like yeah. way over with the girls. <laughs> oh, that's so yeah. good. That's it's a classic. <laughs> it's um yeah, such a classic. Love your work, mate. Love your work. All right, he got stitched up. All right, okay. And another tradition is the first dance, right? Like I'm I'm a big fan of first dance. I I think it's like wonderful. Like I tend to add it into my films a lot. Like it brings out like a lot of character. But you know there is. There is those couples that have like an absolute fear of, you know, being looked at or having, you know, being the center of attention and having all eyes on them or like those that just have two left feet and cannot dance for shite. I had my mic muted. I'm very sorry. Um, <laughs> I just I started You're talking rookie. and nothing happened. You rookie. <laughs> um, yeah, look, first, I don't know. I, I like a first dance, but I also understand why it's not something that uh, every couple is interested in. Um, I would maybe, if you're not a first dance kind of person, maybe call it the first sway, <laughs> you know, because it, the first dance sounds like dirty dancing, picking her up, swinging around the room and, you know, being an absolute rock star, which look, not all of us fellas are. So, uh, yeah. Well, what did, what did you do for your first dance, right? Like for, for us, we like just YouTubed some dances and practiced and on the day we like literally did it so wrong like it looked horrible we just like gave up halfway through and then just swayed yeah i think we didn't even practice at all we kind of just like winged it just got close to each other yeah had a little sway together well i um, i did i did pick yeah. kate up and give her you know like hands under the bum big pick up and have a bit of a spin crowd went wild so that was that was pretty cool but then after that it's just like swaying <laughs> Yeah, but I don't think I don't I don't think we did any of that. Or maybe we did that during our sparkle exit, <laughs> the picking up part. But I don't think I did any of that prior to like that. We just did a, literally a little sway. We had quite a small intimate wedding in the end because of COVID restrictions. So yeah, yeah it was good. We, we've dealt with some couples that do have like an absolute fear of dancing in front of people. Um, and you know, like we've we've got some hot tips around this, and we've we've had some ways where we worked around it, and it's worked so wonderfully in our favour. Um, and for the and for the couple as well because it's just produced the most amazing and magnificent magnificent photos and videos. Um, and you know that's when we take the couple out like for some night portraits. Perhaps like set a couple of lights up like somewhere like where no one's around. It's just you two, um, us kind of like hanging around, you know, behind a tree, still taking photos and videos. Um, but like giving you guys the opportunity to have your first dance um, somewhere without like anyone looking. I am a massive fan of it. Like especially like it takes the pressure off it. So even if you like quote unquote, I'm doing the little fingers here. Uh, stuff it up so to speak your first dance if you had one planned or if you did it but you just did something wrong you end up having the best time because you're having a big giggle with each other you're laughing with each other um it's very relaxed 
um and it's very intimate you know like most of the time i would say like when we're shooting um these moments of like people like yes we're watching what's happening but we're not watching if that makes sense we're more concentrating on what we're doing and the angles and the, the stuff we're getting so uh, most of the time it's just you guys doing what you do and me and Tim or your videographer and photographer at the time have a little sneaky, sneaky peek. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's about it, you know? So I would say if you're against having a dance in front of everybody, that's totally fine. No stress. But uh, yeah, look, definitely think about doing one. Pick a song, let your videographer, photographer, whoever it is, know and have a little sway together in the nighttime. Yeah. Our little speakers come in handy, don't they? I mean, they get an 100%. absolute workout. Yeah. <laughs> especially especially if there's like reception. The, the biggest stitch up is if you want a specific song that's a vibe um, and we don't have reception. That sucks. That happened the other day for us. Uh, not well, ideal. But yeah, you know, I, I, okay. do, I do ask these questions, you know, like what's the first, the first dance song? Like what are your favorite artists? And typically like download a bit of, download a, bit of a playlist for the day you know got some like, party vibes and then it's where we try and do like intimate moments we yeah do things like that yeah i'm a big fan get but, it get it cool <laughs> and one one of the more popular ones right like and it's it's something i'm seeing less and less of these days and it is the garter toss and the bouquet toss you know like nah, meh. i don't remember the last time i captured a oh that's a lie i do it sometimes but i feel like most of the time when you're doing a garter toss bouquet toss i'm not there I would normally have already left because it happens quite late at night. I just feel like it's one of those traditions that I don't know if I'd want to do a garter toss in front of my mum or my grandma or something like that. Like, I don't know, just getting all up in the grill, pulling it off with the teeth. If you're that type of person, get into it, get it done. It's a bit of fun. It's a full party vibe. Um, But I would say typically it's probably not my personal cup of tea that I would probably like to do in front of my family members. Maybe that's why it happens really late at night. I've never thought about that. Yeah. Anyway. Well, <laughs> all right. So I've asked, I've asked Dr. Google here. Okay. So like, of course you have. Where, <laughs> where did the bouquet toss and garter toss come from? Right. And like, this is pretty funny with the bouquet toss. So in the middle ages, it was believed that carrying herbs, spices, and flowers would ward off evil spirits. Brides would carry bunches of these items, which evolved into the bouquet as we know it today. Throwing the bouquet was said to bring good luck to the woman who caught it. And it was believed that she would be the next one to marry. Pretty well, in- we still use the next one to marry kind of vibe. So that's that's uh, yeah. that's okay. Evil, evil spirits. <laughs> just let me just lift your leg up and let. I me- actually, th- <laughs> I actually thought when you fir- when you first started telling us what Google said, I thought you said ca- not cat. When you said carrying the bouquet, I thought you said Karen. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> what Karen? Karen? I said Karen. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. And then, like, the gutter toss here. This is pretty interesting. The gutter toss is believed to have originated in the 14th century when the groom would remove the bride's garter and toss it to the guests as a symbol of the consummation of the marriage. Over time, this evolved oh. into a lighthearted tradition where the groom will playfully remove the garter and toss it to the male guests. If only we knew... If, I, I wish I was an MC and I could bring this, like, history out. Yeah. I'd just whip it out every time. Just just so you know, guys, you actually just consummated the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I feel... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it anyway. Oh, well, well you've, you've said it. Don't listen, Kate. Oh, I know I know these guys are gonna it's be. I know Kate. these it's guys are gonna Kate. be listening. Okay. Yeah, no, no, it, it's pretty funny. I know these guys are probably gonna be listening. So, um, it's okay. uh, Nate, right? So a wedding I did back in December. Kate and Nate, absolute legends. So they live over in the US. Well, Kate, <laughs> not your Kate, not my Kate. <laughs> definitely, definitely not my Kate. Like with how this story is going, and um. You know, like ten, <laughs> 10 minutes before the, the bouquet toss and the garter toss, like the groom was kind of walking around all awkwardly and he's kind of like had his jacket like like in. And I'm like, dude, what's going on? You're right. 
Oh, he's no, like, I yeah, know yeah, just, I'm just like, just hiding something. I'm like, what are you hiding? And he opened his jacket and he had literally like the biggest black dildo I have ever Beep. seen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my beep there was really, really good. That was, was, that was, that was on was, point. Make sure we should keep that in. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it again. So that like during, during like the garter toss, right? Like Brian's sitting on the chair, like he's like getting all up in a grill. Like he's got his head right, right under the dress. And then he pulls out like a bra. The, the banana. <laughs> pulls out a bra, throws it to the ground. Then pulls mm. out this big black dildo. <laughs> Nailed it. Right. Like goes on the floor, like go, throws the garter. Like, yeah, all good. Like happy days. And then get picks up the dildo, throws it, right? And then- I missed that beep. <laughs> some, some lady, right? One of the girls in there come running oh, no, out of nowhere, bad. jumped up in the air, caught it, and then ran off, like ran out of the venue and just ran off. Surely this, <laughs> this sounds like it's coming out of like a, um, a like a R18 plus movie that you're currently describing. So I'm still in the process of editing the video, but I'm going to- You're going to make a reel out I'm of I'm going to make a reel out of this because it is too, it is so funny. With a sensor like, on over the top of all things. Yeah. Oh man, it's, it's so like- yeah, viral potential for sure. We might have to add some beeps into that one. Yeah, def- yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I've heard one that crazy before. I've definitely I've seen it with a goat with a bouquet toss. I think it was. Yeah, I've seen this guest that the bride throws the bouquet over her shoulder, and this guest goes running for it so hard, and it always turns into this like rugby scrum. I feel like whenever people are really keen, probably had a few too many uh, liquid courages, uh, which is great. <laughs> Um, I'm all for a bit of a liquid courage, but this, yeah, this one was quite horrendous. This girl was running full ball for it. She leaps into the air, and as she leaps into her into the air, her like legs kept going. <laughs> so she like so in her heels, and she literally like her feet just like slid out from underneath her. She caught the bouquet and landed like in a horizontal plank on her back, like her oh. head to her toes, and slammed like back slammed flat, completely flat onto the ground in one hit, and then just laid there with the bouquet above her head, knocked out, going woo, no, screaming with excitement, and then but but and also was a little bit like shocked slash couldn't move, so she just laid on her back screaming. It was quite uh, it was quite a vibe. Um, <laughs> anyway, that is hectic. <laughs> It was pretty next level, uh, that's for sure. Yeah. I feel like we can't um, end, we're going to end up uh, soon, but I want to add we, one we can't more. End, we can't really we end, can't end on, end on a black dildo. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> um, you know, we can't really end on that. Tim just like, we, this This has gone rogue. But anyway, that's okay. I love a rogue story. Oh, we're going we to have to change the story. rating now to explicit. <laughs> yeah, 100% we are. Anyway, um, don't forget to do that. Uh, by the way. But anyway, I would say the last tradition that I want to quickly touch on, which I, well, I feel like we've chatted about before, is like an exit and then a fake exit and like all of that goodness. Because I know like most people probably don't realize that a fake exit in the photography, videography world or capturing that. I hate the name. It's probably done 90, 90% of the time. Yeah, fake exit's wrong. Like, I, it yeah, should just be I really, really dislike the, the name. <laughs> fake exit. Yeah, it's, it is, it's not ideal. It should just be a photo. Like we've spoken about it before. Like it's not a fake exit. Like, yeah, we may do some sparklers but it's just another moment right and you know it, it doesn't have to be an exit like it can be a bit of an it's arch. just been labeled an exit because of what happens it replicates right? the like, sparkler yeah exit. yeah like i get it but like you know we've done some you know gets like family members like around and just have a bit of a dance party outside um we've done like the, like the first dances outside with the sparklers like to kind of like imitate that but 
fake exit. Yes, it is, but I don't know. There's just something about the name. It just doesn't sit right. Yeah, I'm not a massive fan of the name. And I would say it's not always sparkler vibes, if that makes sense. Like, it could be something else. It's just typically the exit in general. Let's just talk that for a quick second. The exit in general, like, I would say, yes, it's cool to do. It ends the night off. It probably gets all of your guests out of the building a little bit faster too, um, you know, and stops the party from happening. If you did it at the end of the night, 100%. Um, the tradition of that is great. I would say most of the time it's not worth paying your photographer, videographer, and people to be there till the end of the night. I feel that's a waste of money. So save yourself some dollars and do it as a earlier photo opportunity moment in brackets because Tim doesn't like it. Fake exit. Close bracket. Yes. Just don't just don't have a just don't have a fake exit because it's it's not an exit, right? Like like we there's so many opportunities that we can. That we can do like during the night you know if and if that's something that you want to explore like we can do a night session like we can you know like get some get some lights out have a bit of a dance like it looks pretty cool right like the night's outside you can have a bit of a like intimate moment or you know if you don't want to like leave the dance floor uh, you don't have to like there's been plenty of times where we've asked couples like hey like, you want to jump outside like just um you know just have a bit of a moment outside we can get some more photos and videos just kind of like end the night off before we go um and if they're just having an absolute ball on the dance floor like and they don't want to be interrupted then that's that's cool as well 100 you don't have to do it if you don't want to and yeah. that's realistically the theme of today yes we've been talking all about you know like traditions and like what traditions probably don't need to necessarily happen or you know yeah. what can we go without on a wedding day um we've spoken about a lot of stuff it got to be wild there for a minute so uh sorry about that <laughs> well, one if it's i just i just saw one i'm scared I'm scarred. I've got another one. It's uh, it's. I it's, can't think anymore. It's nowhere near as bad. It's not as bad. But okay. What about like PG? The something old, something borrowed, something blue. That's a pretty. Something that's old. a pretty. Yeah, that's a pretty old one, right? Like I don't, I don't actually see too often like these days. Do you? Yeah, I would say I was just trying to think then. That's why I went quiet. Um, I would say sometimes, like I've, sometimes the something old is around a bit. Uh, the something borrowed probably comes around too. I don't know. Maybe like I wouldn't say all three of them and I wouldn't say it's always publicized, so to speak. Um, you know, sometimes when we're like taking photos of like the flat lay and things like that, um, it's probably something that we'd find out about. Like, you know, they might have like grandma's ring or, you know, something like that. Um, but I wouldn't say it's something that's all the time that we're seeing. Yeah. Well, like let, let's, you know, let's have a history lesson, Tim, Tim's history lesson. So just asking Dr. Google again, the tradition of something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue is a popular wedding custom that dates back to the Victorian era. Each item symbolizes a different aspect in the bride's life and wishes her for her future. Uh, something old represents the bride's connection to her past, her family, her roots. Uh, this can be an item of jewelry, clothing has, that has been passed down from family member, or an object that holds sentimental value. Okay, pretty cool. Uh, something new. The something new symbolizes the couple's bright future and hope for a long and happy marriage. This can be a new piece of jewelry, the wedding dress, or another item related to the wedding. Something borrowed is meant to bring good luck to the couple and usually borrowed from a happily married friend or family member. Um, and something blue symbolizes love, loyalty, loyalty and fidelity and is often a blue ribbon or piece of jewelry. That's pretty funny because I've I've had a um a wedding oh it's a couple of years ago now, but the mum like got a handkerchief and it had like blue around it, but then she wanted to have it engraved um or like upholstered, right? But Upholstered. <laughs> Upholstered. I know like, what you're saying. Do, it's like, is that what it's called when you, like, it has the writing in it? Someone write. Well, someone wrote, wrote on Embossed. it. Embossed. <laughs> someone was supposed to write, write like, from mum. 
but they wrote something blue. <laughs> so she opened this handkerchief. <laughs> something blue. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. That's such a like. I, know, that's I put it a... in the video. I put it in the video too. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's such a classic stitch up. It's like, that's, yeah, wow. Anyway, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, wow. We, we did that. Like, Kate, a, yeah, Kate, that was pretty significant for Kate's family. Up. Like, we, yeah, she definitely, definitely had that. But yeah, I don't know if it's something that we see too often now. No, and I would say as well, like, when we're talking all this stuff, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, some of the things that you are doing are probably important for you to do because of, like, family reasons and things like that. So, like, you know, maybe this is just another opportunity for you to include your parents into the, like, mix of helping you with your planning. Um, so, you know, ask them, are there any things that you would want us to do, um, you know, because maybe you did it at your wedding and you found that special and you want to include that in my wedding, etc. But I also would say once you've asked the question and you're getting a little bit closer, maybe you're halfway through your wedding planning or even closer to that and like you're in the last couple of months prior to your wedding planning, like three months out, which we spoke about last week. Um, maybe it's worth putting your blinkers on and not taking too much advice from other people and adding in these extra traditions and things that you don't really want to do. Because at the end of the day, you're planning this wedding because you're excited by what is happening, because you genuinely want all of the things you've already put into it for the last X amount of months of planning to be there on the day. Put the blinkers on, try not to listen to all these people being like, why are you doing a cake cutting? Or why are you doing a first dance? Or, you know, whatever that is, you know, because at the end of the day, you've planned it to not have a first dance or not to do a cake for a reason so don't throw it in last minute just because yeah 100% somebody important to you has told you you should do it because there's nothing you should do on the wedding day it's all about you having a good time enjoying it and making sure it's epic that's right that's right and look like the decision to like include or to skip like these traditions is a personal one and it's one that should be based on yourself and your partner's preference and like your values alone. Like ultimately, it's the goal of the wedding to celebrate your love, your commitment, uh, and the focus should be creating a memorable um, and meaningful experience that reflects your individuality um, and your values. So we hope this uh, this podcast, we hope this episode has given you a little bit of value so you can, you know, like take some golden nuggets from here and, you know, maybe give you the confidence to be like, you know, like maybe these are some traditions that we actually don't need to do. Like maybe it's it's something that you can find a lot of, you know, joy in in not including something like this. So hope it's a lot of value for you guys. Thank you very much for listening. I know it's probably a longer one, but uh we really appreciate you listening to the end and us clowning around, having a good laugh about <laughs> <laughs> some weird stuff <laughs> and as always we would love to hear from you guys so please reach out to us on the socials it's make it epic dot wedding podcast on instagram yeah we try to put up some highlights of uh yeah each episode each week there so yeah come and check yeah. us out and if you've got tra- wedding traditions that you don't follow oh, yeah. or if there's some that you like definitely don't want to do Hit us up. Let us let know us so we can, you know, add let to the list. Know. Maybe do a part two of this one. Yeah, and make sure, as always, you give us a rating if you like to, you know, if you're liking what you're listening to and you're into it. Give us a little bit of love. We always like that. Um, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, we don't. We'll we actually don't mention week. it enough, and we don't. We don't say it enough. But if you could please give us a review and rate us, it really, really helps us out. Yeah. We promise to keep providing some confidence value. as well. <laughs> Gives us yeah. confidence in terms of like, because I need confidence, but uh, you know, it gives us some confidence Mate, in the sense of you do not you know, need confidence going forward. <laughs> I do. My feelings get hurt. Someone gave us a bad review saying, you know, these guys are knuckleheads, and I'll probably oh, cry. Yeah. Someone yeah, called us a couple of pelicans now. as well. <laughs> <laughs> these pelicans. These are terrible. pelicans. What are they talking about? 
Pelly gets a pretty big, uh, you know, all right, I'm just going to stop talking. Anyway, <laughs> we love, uh, you know, giving you guys some good information and hopefully you are getting some goodness out of this podcast. And as always, we'll see you next week. Bye, Ben. <laughs> Bye.